And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Happy holidays to you and yours. And by you and yours, I am specifically talking to Doc Manson at Doc Manson and, of course, Mrs. Manson. Uh, Doc, how goeth your holiday? It goes pretty good, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. Uh, You were just filling me in before we uh, started recording here about a possible winter storm that is headed our way and how that might affect our holiday plans. Um, I don't know. Like I heard there was a cold snap coming this weekend, but like I ba- I basically buried my head and I didn't hear much else about it. This morning, th- this afternoon, even I think Mrs. Manson was kind of shaking her head at me as though get with the program, Doc. Why don't you understand the world that you live in a little bit more? Um, and you tell me that it's gonna like be raining all day Friday, and then mm-hmm. it's gonna maybe turn to ice with that cold snap. And what about like the weekend? Is it supposed to like keep going? Or, or so or the, what? the the forecast that I heard yeah. uh, calls for rain to potentially start Thursday overnight, Friday especially in you know overnight in the and then Friday afternoon could be like pouring, pouring, pouring conditions, and then it's supposed to get really cold. The rain's supposed to stop. But all that wet is going to freeze. Yeah, so we're getting major rain and thunderstorms Thursday night into all day Friday. And then those two days, it's supposed to be like 50 degrees yeah. Fahrenheit, yeah. which is you know fairly warm for the winter. And then the next day, we're talking 21 degrees, which is below freezing. So, yes. So, okay. So it's going to be... Explaining that for all those days. Celsius people. Yeah, all those UK folk out there dropping below zero temps, yo. Who tend to use cold. who tend to use, you know, the freezing and boiling point of water as a, you know, standard of measurement. How silly of them. Indeed, how silly. But I think we should just use the vibration of molecules and go all the way to Kelvin. I mean, that's what I think. I, sure. I'll 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 cosign. Kelvin. It's 298 degrees Kelvin in here, and it feels great. I I would like to believe that you automatically know the temperature in Kelvin at any point. 298 is about room temperature, so okay, like 25-ish degrees Celsius. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but so yeah, so you know, my holiday plans may be affected. We are going to try to thread the needle, I think, or at least the current plan uh, is to try to thread the needle and get north Friday. Um, it may not happen, so I spent a little bit of time kind of running around uh, this afternoon in case we need to leave tomorrow because I, have, okay. of course, have to work. So right, right, right. Um, I stayed home today. Hey. How was that? I, I, I basically spent the whole day working, which I think also uh, perturbed Mrs. Manson a little bit. But, you know, this was the last day for uh, grades to go in, which means there was a lot of emails and there was problems with grades. And, of course, that wasn't my course, which I had problems with before. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to be done with all this other stuff, DC. I'm very much ready to be done and just working on my own stuff. It'll so when are you, very nice. When, when is that? When are oh, you? Oh, never, ne- never, pretty much never. You but know, all never. your, all your grading is done though. Yeah. I mean, in theory, but like this evening I got a message from a student who was like, hi, I contacted the actual faculty member for this course. And they tell me cause I failed and I don't understand why. And they told me is because this grade in the lab was too low. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that means I better look at this. And but but shouldn't they be talking to their TA about that or their lab? No, I'm the person who actually does all the final tally on grades. The problem is we were doing a new system this year, and it was the first time there was bound to be some growing pains. Mm. Um, and I thought I had worked most of those pains out uh, earlier. Turns out not quite all of them were gone. 
as this student um, discovered. But I'm fairly confident that was the last one. Uh, so, so is the issue that the student sucks or is it the, was there an actual error in the. Yeah, no. The, so, well, both sort of. We're using this new system online. And unfortunately, we're using more than one system such that the, the two systems don't really talk to each other. So in order to get the final, final grades, we basically had to do it manually, right? With like an Excel spreadsheet. And unfortunately, the way that the two systems work, there wasn't a good way to actually reconcile and sync um, everything together because on one of the systems, students don't always reliably manually enter in their student ID. Um so I had to come up with some fancy calculations in an Excel sheet to actually get that to all sort of line up. I did what's called a vertical lookup table, sort of like an array, but through, you know, spreadsheets on Excel. And, well, it worked fine, except uh, for the fact that some students in the course evidently um, signed up for more than one lab section on one of these systems. And so when it went to reconcile the grades and add them together... It was only pulling in the lowest grades, basically. Okay. Um, and so at first, I figured this out actually before finals, before final grades were due. And so I, I went through and I thought I had manually reconciled all of that and fixed it. Um, but it turns out I missed one at least. And that was the one that the student um, contacted us about today. So it is what it is, but. Hmm. I've got ideas for how this could be done easier in the future, but that's no longer my problem. So. No. Not unless you're going to wind up doing two jobs again. I mean, I probably will for a little bit. Over this break here, I, th- I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but I definitely mentioned it to Mrs. Manson already, where I was like, you know, I'm not actually going to have enough time over this break to do everything that I want to do um, for like for my class moving forward. I'm actually going to be stuck doing a lot of revisions and stuff for the class that I used to be responsible for. Yeah. But it's in my best interest to make those revisions because as we've talked about in these airwaves, I've, you know, done some writing uh, of a book for that class. And so it's in my best interest to get them to continue using um, that book while I'm now no longer associated with the class. And so that just means I actually have to go through and spend time on things like revising that stuff. So, I mean, there there is benefit to me in doing it, um, but it's going to take my attention away from, well, you know, doing stuff that I should like actually should be doing um, to better myself in the future, towards looking towards the future, I guess. And And again, I know I have mentioned this before. Are they just... I, my fear is that they are going to just not hire anyone to replace you and hope that you will continue to. No, that's not going to happen. They have, they have a job search. They had, um, they had virtual interviews, like remote interviews last week with four people. Those people I think are supposed to come to campus beginning. Well, not beginning. Um, somewhere around January 10th, probably for like in-person stuff. But like, you know, even if they make an offer to somebody like really quick, like the semester starts on the 17th. Like that's, yeah. they're not, they, these people are, whoever this is, is not going to be in place day one. And that's not my problem. Day one, that's going to be on the faculty of those courses. But it does mean that in the interim, again, I've sort of said I would help set up for the spring, which means, I'm stuck setting up for the spring. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is, but. And, but, all right. So I asked when you were done and the answer was you're not. When are you checking out for the holiday? When are Uh, you no longer answering email? When are you, you know? Probably end of this week. Probably Friday. It would be when I stop answering emails. Although I've already done a pretty good job of ignoring most emails because it's mostly just from people who are like, Hi, so I saw that my final grade is this, and is there any way I can bump it up to this? And, like, I can only write no so many times before I'm, like, I'm just not going to respond. Like, I, part of me doesn't even feel like 
And honestly, I'll be honest here. Like, I don't even feel like that email deserves a response to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like, but, and so I actually, I haven't, I've ignored a number of them, but then you, you see people get, um, I don't know. They feel like they have to keep contacting you. And so I've gotten three or four emails from the same person who I still haven't responded to, but I'll start responding to them, I guess, now that final grades are passed. But like I was busy this week. There was all sorts of different emails and different things that were actually important that I had to check out, you know, so. But I will give them a response, I guess, these people who are making it their life's mission to continuously contact me about this topic. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know... Basically, my response will be, um, well, this is the grade calculation, and there's no error, so that's no. your grade. Yeah. I, I, I feel for you, but I also remember being that student who was like, hey, I got a D in Math 102. Uh, how'd that happen? And, you know... Hoping that there was hoping that there was some way the TA would be like, oh yeah, no, sure, we'll give you a B because we like you, DC. You're you're a good guy. Did that ever so, work for you? No. No, I got a. You stopped coming to class, and then you bombed the midterm and the final. So, I just think it's amazing when students are like, well, I won't say it's amazing, but I just. Mm. Boggles, it doesn't boggle my mind. I, I, I don't know what, what I'm trying to say, but I get emails from students who say, basically, I tried really hard and my grade doesn't reflect that effort. Well, clearly, the, those people, I would assume, uh, those people grew up in a world, in a situation in which their effort was rewarded with a better grade. And I'm assuming that is the world of high school these days, pretty much everywhere. Is that more or less I, the case? I am not a secondary educator. You would have to talk to someone that if you knew anyone, you'd have to talk to someone who has, you know, ties to secondary education. And I don't ask, think I know anybody. Have you heard anything through the grapevine though? Like, are you, do you have friends that are, like I'm pretty sure you know someone who is at least somewhat involved in secondary education. I do? Yeah. Who? Aren't you married to someone who at least works with, tangentially works with people? Tangentially, who are, yes, but. But those people might. I mean, I and I've had those conversations with Mrs. Manson, but like, she's not like, she's not a primary source, I guess. And neither are you, but I, but I, you know, no, I, I don't, don't think it's the sort of thing that comes up often in her conversations with those folks. I'm sure she hears a little bit about it, but it's not like the day to day rantings or whatever. You know what I mean? Because it's a different um goal her interactions with these people so i I, you know you know what i'm saying yeah my instinct is to go along with the you know i think we've talked on these airwaves about the whole idea of everyone getting a trophy and the potential pros and cons of that and if you take that to the next level in terms of upper education, you know, high school, you know, yeah, I put a lot of hard work into this. I should get rewarded. I could see where in many high schools they would be like, well, yes, you know, you did put the extra effort in. I mean, and isn't it true? Well, again, you probably, you don't know the answer to this, but don't a lot of schools, and maybe it's even happening at your age as well. Don't you like have to, Sometimes, depending on the administration, like have to just like let people keep retaking things and like until they pass so you can pass them. I don't know. Again, the benefit of working with the children I work and stuff, the benefit of working with the children I work with is that's not an issue. Yeah. Um, You know, but yeah, I would imagine there's something like that. And, you know, or. 
it's somebody you're dealing with people who are again like me and you know when i needed to put effort into school in middle school and high school it worked 99% of the time and so you're dealing with students who have never experienced whether it's called failure or however you want to define it they've never experienced this idea that if i just apply myself and study you know i get good grades and then they're taking a very difficult course where you can study and put in all the work and you still might not get the material. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a difficult course. That's for dang sure. Um, yeah. I just feel like I, though, like that I feel like the absolute youngest that they are taking this course would be like second semester sophomores. I feel like they ought to at that point have some idea what works for them and what doesn't, but Maybe not. And and do you feel like this needs to be like, does this need to be addressed in your syllabus or in your introductory class where you're like, look, you're going to, you know, this class is going to require a lot of effort and hard work on your part. And even then you still might not get it. Let's just all start coming to terms with that idea now. It's already in my syllabus, honestly. I have an entire section in the syllabus called how do I succeed in this course? And like I introduce a whole bunch of different ideas. I talk about the things that have been shown to actually help enhance understanding. I've got links to YouTube videos of different creators explaining different things. Um, Well, then you're also dealing with people who aren't going to read the syllabus because I talk about it the first day too. I actually make them listen to it. But yes, I'm still dealing with people who maybe don't come to class at all, even on the first day. So there's only so much you can do. There is, there is, there is, there is. And you know, when you get that bad grade, the thing that you are tempted to do is try to talk your way into a better grade. And also maybe in high school, that is, you know, whether it's a retake or whether it's some sort of extra credit assignment that you're allowed to offer in high school, that in college that they're just like, no. Yeah. I just wonder, I guess I wonder how many people at the college level too are basically not doing that and who are like just letting them do an extra credit project or something. Cause I don't think the problem is just in secondary and earlier education. I'm sure the problem is here also. If, but if you had gotten this, if there had been a student and maybe you got one, you do get a lot of emails, but if you had gotten a student who in October was like, Hey, we're six weeks in, I bombed the first midterm. This is really challenging me. I've come to office hours. Like I want to do something to get my grade up. Would you have, tried to come up with some way of doing it that isn't just look study and try to get a better score on the next exam i mean no that's exactly what i told people who came to me mid-semester i'd be like listen your grade so far does not is not necessarily what your final grade is going to be there's plenty of opportunity um but yeah what are you doing for studying how are you approaching the material have you thought about trying it this way And then also pointing them to, you know, I am not an expert in studying habits. Um, So here's an office on campus that does um, that does very specifically talk about trying to help students with how they're studying and things like that. And maybe you should go meet with them. Maybe they'll have some ideas for you. To my knowledge, uh, not one student took me up on that suggestion, but. It's just, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'm not going to offer extra credit to somebody who, without offering it to everybody, and I'm not going to offer it to everybody because if you offer it to everybody, it's not extra credit. It's just credit. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, if you offer, if you, you know, offer an extra credit assignment to 400 people and 60 of them take you up on it, They'll all do it. The course has the reputation that you need to do everything you can to get a good grade. Every single last one of them will do it. Everything you can. Everything that comes with minimal effort anyways. Okay. 
because you know just studying for the exams apparently is not <laughs> is not the thing. And, but that's, I, and I don't mean to disparage. There are plenty of people who are studying and are trying their hardest. The course is difficult, like period. Um, you know, just because they haven't figured out how to get it to click for them yet doesn't mean they'll never understand it. It's just, yeah, they have to they have to figure that out on their own to some extent. Um, I think that's the big difference with high school and college certainly is like, you know, it's not up to the professor to teach you how to do things. The professor is not your te- is not a teacher. It's a professor. Like yeah. I, you have to in college be self-motivated. You have to be an active participant in your own education, or at least you should be, or you should be learning how to be. Um, but I feel like that is a skill or a motivation or desire, whatever you want to say, that students have lost. People, by and large, aren't trying to become better learners. They're just trying to figure out, what do I have to do to get my grade to get out of here? Like, that's it. Like, yeah. Well, and, and we've had this discussion again about the... Whether or not sending a... Ch- uh, sending a you know, 17, 18, 19 year old uh, to a university, the goal isn't to learn. The goal is to get a degree, to get a job, to get money. You went to college to learn and you, you had goals and aspirations, but you actually wanted to know the material there were many classes I took where I really was not interested in knowing the material. It wasn't until my upperclassmen years when I actually started taking education classes that I was like, ah, something I care about. I guess I so. So. Yeah. I, you know, and again, is it, is it a failing of secondary education that we are not stopping and teaching these children? Cause that's who they are. Um, this is what college is. This is what is going to separate the last 12 years of your life from the next four to five to how many years were you in college? 12? 18. Yeah. You know, this is some say I never left. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. And that's the thing is like, I feel like that separation is lessening. Um, I feel like at the university level, it's not about that as much anymore. And it's kind of just falling into the same trappings as secondary education in this country. Although I say that with a relatively uninformed viewpoint of secondary education. So, yeah. Well, we, we did put out a homework assignment to, uh, to the besties. Uh, I don't know if we got any of it. I think we wanted people to tell us about their day. Oh, we got at least a couple of them. Um, but you know, I would be interested in hearing from someone who is in the secondary education world, or at least has some ties to it. We don't know anybody I, like that. I don't know. The narcissist used to be before he decided to go start winning Emmy awards and all of that type of stuff. He had aspirations to be, but uh, he did. Yeah. He did. He did. I don't know. But yeah. Are you suggesting uh, we go to the homework? No. Not right now. There's something we must do first. I uh, am more just saying that would be a homework assignment. I'm interested in what people, you know. If high school is not preparing you for college, something needs to. And, and may, if college it, isn't preparing you for the real world, then yeah. something needs to. Or, unless we have once again come to one of the common uh, headings of our conversations. Man, the world is messed up. <laughs> Things are wrong and are continuing to be wrong. But uh, no, we have something to do first. It is, as I said, the holiday season. um, And we have not done, I have not done a tournament in a while. Um, And of course, rather than create one of my own, I just found one. So let's find all of the problems with this. Uh, The tournament to try to determine the best Christmas song of all time. Hmm. Okay. Now, right away, right away, I bristle slightly because it's not just holiday songs. Uh, how has Hanukkah been going? It is night three. 
Okay, yeah, sure. Let's let's go with that. You're celebrating it in your household. I'm sure there are. I guess this is technically night four. Four? Yeah. I suppose that's true. Yeah. How has it been going? Fine. We had lactas over the weekend. How were those? Delicious. Sour cream, applesauce, or both? Yep. Okay. <laughs> both. There. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not a lot of great Hanukkah songs. There's a couple. Probably a, not enough. There's a song about a dreidel. There is. There, my kids um, are in love with I teach my kids dreidel every year, and that is currently the big thing in my classroom. And chants of gimmel, 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 gimmel. Uh, echo down the hallways. Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song? That's the only other one. But yes, I have here a uh, a Christmas song bracket that I found. I'm not even sure if we're going to know all the songs. So this will be very much like other uh, lists and things we've done where we may get a, I don't know what that is. All right. Well, we'll give it a shot. uh, There are. I think we've got, you know, 32 or so. If I ask you to hum me a bar, will you? If I know the song, absolutely. That's that's great. Uh, We have some. Preliminary matchups here, some play-ins. Okay. Uh, the first one, the bracket is uh, "You Have Wonderful Christmas Time." I am familiar with that song. Who, who's the? Who's the? Oh, that I don't know. Is that Paul McCartney. It might be. Maybe in Wings or something. I should have done more research, but I I didn't want to. I yeah. Okay. Just, I, I believe yeah, Paul I know McCartney. That one. Wonderful yep. Christmas Time. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, and that's going up against Happy Xmas, War is Over. Oh, um, and that is who? That is, is that Lennon? John Lennon. So it's a battle of the Beatles here. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with wonderful uh Christmas time. Sure. Uh Happy Xmas War is over to me is forever tainted by Yoko Ono. Um I will say I don't particularly like Wonderful Christmas Time. It's a that's a weak win. That's a weak win. Da 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 da. Yeah, the electronica in that song is a bit too much. I think. All right, next uh, play in here we have Last Christmas, which okay. I believe is George Michael, or um, Wham, or Wham. Forgive me. Or do you hear what I hear? Hmm. I'm going to go with last Christmas. I think I might, I might trend a little bit more towards the more modern stuff. We'll see. I like last Christmas. Yeah. I like last Christmas a lot. Uh, We have baby. It's cold outside. Yeah. Or this Christmas. I don't know if I know this Christmas. Isn't that this Christmas? No. Is that last Christmas? Yes, last Christmas I gave you a heart the very next day. Uh, let's see, this Christmas. Uh, we're talking. Oh, Chris Brown, or is it Donny Hathaway? Donny Hathaway. Yeah, that one I don't know. I do know this one. Well, how does it go? <laughs> Serenade me, Doc. I, I can't. I can't. This is not one I can do justice to. It's too. Is there's too much soul in it? Um, what You're is it up against guy. again? Uh, the the uh, the sexual assault song. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, I'll the go woman's with this. trying to leave, and the man will not let her. I'm gonna go with this Christmas. The funny thing about the sexual assault song is, I don't remember this song at all growing up. I feel like it did not exist until like two or three years ago. And then it has been overplayed since then. Like it got dug up somewhere. Do you remember the song from before just a couple of years ago? Like I don't I don't have any recollection of this being a Christmas song. Lady, when Lady I was Gaga a kid. did a version relatively recently. Okay, that's in the 2010s at least, right? Yeah. Like I No, mean, I don't. I'm sure it existed, but I don't remember it. Yeah, it definitely now I'm listening existed. to this Christmas. Right? Right? I mean, Ooh. it's got it's yeah. This Christmas Ooh. is good. It's not a this Christmas. Got it. Yeah. Got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good song. I like that song. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last preliminary round 
We have Santa Baby or Feliz Navidad. Well, that's not fair. I like both those songs a lot. Well, I I Mrs. Manson knows a guy who was a roadie um for the Feliz Navidad Navidad not Feliz Navidad guy. So I'm going to go with that. But I, I personally really like Santa Baby. Santa Baby. Yeah, I, I like that song. I like that song a lot. Well, I, I reserve, I give you permission to, if we come across a dud matchup, we will just plop Santa Baby in there. Like the first one? Well, now we got to see what it's up against. Because again, those are just the play-ins. All right. Uh, okay. So we have uh, White Christmas versus Wonderful Christmas Time. White Christmas? I'm dreaming of a white. Bing! Bing! I'm going to go with White Christmas. No. No. I'm going to go with Wonderful Christmas Time. I don't like Wonderful Christmas Time, but I also am not a big fan of slow Christmas songs. But then again, Wonderful Christmas Time is kind of slow, too. (sighs) You could throw them both out and put Santa Baby in. Yeah, I'll put Santa Baby in. All right, Santa Baby. Kicking out White Christmas. I don't like uh, it's okay, but that's like, fine. I uh, like song, I like fun holiday songs. And White Christmas isn't fun. It's 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 like ah uh, the majesty of the season or or whatever, but I I don't know. All right. Next up, we have Christmas, Oh Baby, Please Come Home, which was originally sung by Darlene Love. In 1963, um, or we have "Oh Christmas Tree." We're gonna we're gonna get some classics here. We're gonna get the, you know, the traditional carols. I'm gonna go with Christmas. I I, I like "Oh Christmas Tree" for it, it's a song that year round I will sing to myself and make up new lyrics. <laughs> um, and it drives Mrs. Vanson probably absolutely crazy. Um, but Christmas, uh, baby, please come home. That's a banger. That's a banger. All right. I'm watching it fall. Got it. Took me a minute to remember what one that was. That's a good song. I like that song. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Or a song called Christmas in Hollis. Christmas in Hollis. Christmas at Hollis is so good. Run DMC, man. Oh. December 24th. Okay. It's so good. It's it's in Die Hard. It's the Christmas song rap that's in the beginning of Die Hard when he's in the God limo it. with yes, Argyle. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So we will go with Christmas and Hollis. Happy Hanukkah, Miss Ashi left. Happy Hanukkah, he says. Thank you. How's your how was your holiday? It's nice, you know. How were your latkes? Those were tasty, but then my hair smelled and my jacket smelled and my clothes smelled like frying. So that's that's how it works. Yeah, you know, it's all good. Do you feel like high school is sufficiently preparing uh people for college? No. <laughs> As somebody who works with high school students. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I would, we're trying to talk about this, and I was saying to Doc, you know someone who works with high school students, and he's like, I do? And I was like, <laughs> yes. As I said after the fact, uh, I've definitely had the conversation with Mances Manson, but she's not like working directly with high school students. I work with high school teachers. <laughs> right, and, and I did I acknowledge that also, but I said, you know, I'm not sure that that comes up in their conversations, because I'm sure their interactions are more mm. directed than that. We're talking about all the people who are emailing Doc asking for extra credit or can you bump my grade up, please? Yeah, and because that's what happened to these students in high school and their high school teachers likely said, OK, whatever, I'll do whatever for you. But it's not quite the same. No, when you get the college. Not like the real world of Doc Manson, baby. Mm, you know him. He rules with an iron fist. <laughs> he does. <laughs> He does indeed, as he's eating what peppermint bark. <laughs> Delicious. He's got a softer I've got, side. There's I've got a bag up there. I can't. Marshmallows here. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so next week, if you have time, we sh- we should investigate the uh, the the restaurant you sent me the menu to. Oh yeah, I'm interested. I have no idea yeah. what to expect there. All right, all right. Yeah, sounds good. All right, have fun. All right, enjoy your holidays. Thank you. You too. Uh, next up, Winter Wonderland or Blue Christmas? I'll have a blue Christmas without you. And Winter Wonderland. Walking in a winter yeah. wonderland. That's my, That might be my favorite holiday song. Walking in a Winter Wonderland? Possibly. Is it because of the Ryan George video about Parson Brown? No. What does he do about Parson Brown? Oh, my God. You need to watch the Ryan George video about... I I, I almost want you to watch it right now. Like, I almost... I may did. have seen it, and I just forgotten. But... Yeah. Then he'll pretend that he is Parson Brown, a priest from the Church of England. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, yes, I find it's, that song very touching. Good. It's good. And All it's right, still let's fun. See. Am I going to remember wonderful Christmas time? Yep. We're going to do something a little different. Rather than bouncing around and then coming back, we're just going to go through and get to a finalist for this bracket because otherwise I'm not going to remember what we picked. Uh, okay. White, so wonderful Christmas time or Christmas, oh baby, please come home. Wrong. It's between Santa baby. And- oh, that's true. See, that's what I'm saying. Santa Baby or Oh Baby, Please Come Home. I'm probably going to go with the Christmas Oh Baby, Please Come Home. I like Santa Baby a lot, but I will say that female performers of this song tend to uh, both overly sexualize and infantilize themselves. Yes. Um, And that can be a little bit off-putting. But I, overall, I do enjoy that song, especially as a, a relic of yesteryear. Okay. Uh, Christmas in Hollis or Winter Wonderland? Winter Wonderland. But Christmas in Hollis is very good. All right. And then Winter in Wonderland or Oh Baby, Please Come Home. You kind of spoiled it by saying that Winter Wonderland yeah, is probably well. your favorite one. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. All right. I, there, I, there, there are songs that I, I like better, although I don't know if they'll come up on this bracket. So Okay, next next bracket, next chunk. Jingle Bells or Last Christmas? Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells is a classic, and there's so many different spins on it. There's so many different ways. I mean, Last even, Christmas uh, doesn't talk about Batman. It's tr- um, neither does Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, Batman Smiles, Robin Laid an Egg. Never heard that before. Batmobile lost his wheel and Joker got away. Hey. hey. You got to work in elementary schools. I hear it every goddamn year. Do you really? Um, Still? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, sleigh ride or rocking around the Christmas tree? Ooh. <clears throat> I need a bar sleigh ride. I know I know it. But I just can't hear it right now. Oh, I'm looking it up. Oh, yeah. Sleigh ride. Ronettes. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. Yeah, it's sleigh ride. I like I like rock around the Christmas tree a lot, but sleigh ride edges it out. Those are All both right. those are both strong songs for me. Holly Jolly Christmas or Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Holly Jolly Christmas. Okay. Rudolph is good, but the story aspect of it is unfortunate. I feel like the classic version of that song with Gene uh, Audrey, is it? That it? Who's that it is? Audrey. Audrey. Yeah, with That's a T. A, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it just, it takes too long. Like, you already know the story. You know what I mean? And it's a long song, and he tells the story twice. It's, it's just, I think if he just went through the song once and, and, and made that special, that would be something. But overall, because of the way that song is laid out, Less, less fond, less fond. Let it snow or I'll be home for Let it Christmas. Snow. Another excellent holiday song from Die Hard. The end care credits. Jingle bells or sleigh ride? Sleigh ride. 
Holly Jolly Christmas or Let It Snow? Let It Snow. Let It Snow or Sleigh Ride? Let It Snow. All right. So one half of the final four has been established. Let's move on. The Christmas Song. The Christmas Song? That's what it says. The Christmas Song. All right. Or This Christmas. Matt King Cole, you getting that? Oh, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, okay. And what was the other one? I love Matt King Cole's voice. Uh, This Christmas. This Christmas. Mm. Oh, we, we did this Christmas already. Yeah, won the preliminary against Baby It's Cold Outside. Okay, Um, I will go with... What was the other one? This Christmas and... Though it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, I'll give it to this Christmas. Okay. Deck the halls or Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming down. It's the most wonderful time of the year or up on the housetop. Click, click, click. Ooh. Let's get up in here. Yeah. You want to get up in this house? I do. That song's fun. I like that song. Uh, This one might be my favorite opening round matchup. Jingle Bell Rock. Or. The chipmunk song. Me, I want a hula hoop. Mrs. Manson would disown me if I didn't say the chipmunk song. So I will go with the chipmunk song. I love that song. Uh, so we've got This Christmas or I think you said Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Again, I, I prefer the, the faster, more fun songs. Would you like to be up on the housetop? Or would you like to be with the chipmunks? I'll go with chipmunks again. Yep. All right. So chipmunks or Santa Claus is coming to town. Chipmunks. I'll give it the chipmunks again. I- I've yeah, come good. to like that song over time, and I'm not particularly attached to. We can hardly stand away. Please, Christmas, don't be late. Do 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 do. All right. All I want for Christmas is you. Timeless classic or Feliz Navidad. Oh, man. I'll go Feliz Navidad. Wow. Upset. Mariah upset yeah. in the first round. Only because. Or second, technically. I mean, I was going to say only because Mariah, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like it's overplayed. But then at the same time, oh, 100%. Feliz, I was going to say, Feliz Navidad is also overplayed. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. To be fair, they're all overplayed. They're played 24 hours a day. Yeah. From like the week before Thanksgiving. I like both of those songs. But I'll, but I'll go with the, uh, with the Feliz. Uh, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas or Frosty the Snowman. I'll go with Frosty the Snowman purely because of Ryan George's video. So that's the more recent one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to go watch the old one. It's better. Oh, it's so fun. I think I've seen it, but I just, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll rewatch. Ah. Oh, I forgot about this song. Uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Or, that's not the one I forgot. Melakalikimaka is the thing to say. Da, 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 da. I hate that song. What? Yeah, I hate that song. You hate Melakalikimaka? I do. Oh, the reason why is because I have auditory issues sometimes. Like I have difficulty. Like if you like rattle off a phone number to me quickly, I have difficulty sure. remembering it. And that is a song. No matter how many times I listen to what the fuck the guy is saying, <laughs> I can't say it back to you. I would have Fair to enough. read it to be able to actually say it and hear it. And that makes that it confuddles my brain. Um, Fair so. enough. I can't I can't argue with that. Uh, last one. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Fuck no. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. 
the shit matchup. Um, <laughs> I'll go with mommy just because I can't give uh, any no, play Wait, time, wait, but. wait, wait. Possibly teasing a future thing. I am going to call an audible. I'm calling the winner. And the winner of this one is uh, The Night Santa Went Crazy. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I love that song. I'm throwing a wrench in and we're adding Weird Al at the, in the right. 11th hour. All right. Uh, I don't even Felice know if that's Ma- my favorite Christmas Weird Al song, but it's a good one. There might be a better one, actually, now that I think about it. But uh, Feliz Navidad or Frosty the Snowman? Um, I'm going to go with Feliz Navidad. Wow. All right. Uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas or insert your favorite Weird Al Santa song, Christmas song. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Christmas at Ground Zero. Oh, I'm I'm ashamed of myself that I went with the other one. They're both good, though. I honestly do like both of those songs. So. Yes. Christmas at Ground Zero is great. Uh, all right. So then, in which case, we're going with Feliz Navidad or Christmas at Ground Zero. I don't know if this is fair anymore because Weird Al is a juggernaut <laughs> in my world. Um, in, the spirit, Feliz- in the spirit of this bracket, I am going to go with Feliz Navidad, but know that Weird Al probably would have won this thing otherwise. Sure. All right, our final four, Winter Wonderland or Let It Snow? That's tough. I really like Let It Snow. It's it's kind of like um, Baby It's Cold Outside, but without the rape. Well, the insinuated rape, right? Yes. No, you're absolutely right. So I got distracted. <laughs> Mrs. Matthews came in with a, a present I'm bringing to a coworker. Very nice. And so I'm I, I'm looking at her, and all of a sudden I heard that sentence in my head. And I went, "Wait, what?" Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, that's no. Please, I'm gonna go with "Let It Snow." All right, a little bit upset for me, I think. But the Chipmunk song or Feliz Navidad. Of the two, I will go with the Chipmunks. Fair. So that means then. My dear, uh, the finals of our best Christmas song, Let It Snow, or the Chipmunk song? Uh, it's definitely Let It Snow for me. All right. But since we've no place to go, oh, you got to watch it. That's that's how they start the talking about... Um, the Parson Brown thing. Just uh, some honorable mentions here. Uh, must be Santa. I'm a big fan of Must Be Santa. I think that's a great song. Um, especially the more recent Bob Dylan version, which is insane. Um, I really love the the th- main theme song from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I think that's sure. a great Christmas song. Um. I also really, really like Underneath the Tree. Kelly Clarkson's rendition is good. Okay. Uh, I like Katy Perry's Cozy Little Christmas. Overplayed, perhaps, but I like that song a lot. And I like You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Yep. And even with all these, I don't think my favorite Christmas song has yet been mentioned. And some people would probably argue that it's not even really a Christmas song. But I think it is. Uh, I really, really like Hallelujah. Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Pentatonix has a great version also. But they do indeed. Yeah. They do indeed. Uh, yeah. We had we have seen we went and saw them in June of nineteen. I think the last concert we went to before the world shut down. Um, they're going to be at our local casino. I think tomorrow night doing a holiday concert. Oh, cool. There was a moment we toyed with going. Now that we've both had COVID, it's like, sure, let's go to the casino. Why not? I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That's true. Where where does uh, Dominic the donkey stand? It doesn't. <laughs> 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 so. 
So some honorable well, mentions all, for you. Well, all right there. So we have taken care of the tournament. We have taken care of discussing once again what is wrong with the world. Uh, unless I am missing something, I um, Matt Riddle was in rehab last week. Now, now there's just more drama about him. Now his lady friend who shoots pornography has accused him of cheating on him with another lady who shoots pornography. Yeah. It sounds like Matt Riddle has it together. <laughs> That's a very good way to, to describe it. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anything else in the world of wrestling worth talking about. There has, wasn't a pay-per-view. People are gearing up for the Rumble. Not sure if anything's going on. Nate W. of note. Uh, unless you have something, I am ready to go to the emails there, dear friendo. Podcast at DDDWrestling.com is that email right. address. We've got five emails. Uh, as a reminder, we did send a message saying, you know, basically tell us about your day, what's going on in your world. Um, our first one comes in from Brandon Banks. My day, or heck, my weekend. I was going to write in about one of my work days, but really they aren't all that Exciting. So I'll tell you about my weekend, the good and the bad. I do bowl in league on Friday nights. This week I bowled poorly, as did my team, and we only took three points. A traditional league uses a seven-point weekly system in which each game, three of them in a series, is worth two points, and then the combined series is worth one extra point. Though we did bowl against one of the top teams, so it could have been worse. Saturday was quite low-key. I only left the house to go to Benny's. It's a liquor supermarket chain. And then watch the last few episodes of the Santa Clauses on Disney+, Plus, and then the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. All in all, Saturday wasn't bad, with the very large exception of finding out my buddy's son has a brain tumor. No, that's not good. He's actually having surgery today, Monday, to have it removed. Hope it went well. All the best. Yeah. All the best. Uh, Sunday, I did some things around the house, like the dishes, vacuum, put some Christmas stuff away that I never got up, and then wrapped a couple of presents for my wife. Did have to go to a wake, but it wasn't all that sad, as it was somewhat expected, and it was nice to see some people I haven't in a while, despite the circumstances. After, did a bit of grocery shopping and got Arby's for dinner to wrap up my weekend. Arby's! We have they the have meats! The meat. Hope you both had great weekends and can't wait for Friday now to hear another exciting episode of the list. <laughs> uh, sorry, I said another exciting episode of Question. <clears throat> oh, wait, no. Uh, uh, another exciting episode of DDT whatever. Sent from my iPhone. Well, yes, all the best. I do remember my dad dragging me to funerals and wakes as a teenager to show me off to family. <laughs> okay. That doesn't that sound you appropriate. Should, you should, you should go. And at the one point I think I said to my mom, why am I going to like this funeral to see to, for somebody whom I've never met? And she was just like, Oh, your father just likes showing you off to, you know, cousins and things and being able to introduce you around and such. And I was like, Oh, I still don't want to go, but okay. All right. You want to start a bowling team? No, I don't. Oh, all right, just what checking. the fuck are the Santa Clauses? Uh, the new Tim Allen Santa Claus TV show. Is it in which, like, I think his son is taking over the mantle or something like. That. In the world of the Santa Claus, don't you have to murder? your predecessor to become the Santa Claus. Wasn't that what was established in the first movie? The original movie. Yes. 100%. So is Cal going to like behead him like an Highlander? <laughs> there could be only one. Is that what's happening here? I'd watch that movie. I would watch that. I, as well. I wasn't going to watch the movie because I'm not a Tim Allen. I don't fan, think it's a movie. I'd watch I that think movie. it's a mini series. I'd watch that. I don't care. Right. If the entire, if the entire thing was him trying to find ways to kill his father, I'd watch the heck out of it. That sounds like a good show. I do like the Jim Carrey Grinch movie, too. I do not. Okay. But too much Jim Carrey for you. I like Jim Carrey, Jim but Carrey too much side stuff that has nothing to do with the Grinch. But the love story was a little weird. The childhood stuff. The childhood stuff that, was too much, yeah. But that's just what happens when you're trying to fit. You're trying to take a what was a 30 to 40 minute 
animation and make it a two hour. Yeah, well, what if you uh, what if you don't do that then? I think it would have been great if you did. But yeah, Nate chimes in homework. Hello, gents. I'm sorry for always asking about the same things. I try and switch it up a little sometimes. So about my day, huh? Well, yesterday I got up late, but still made it to work on time. I was busting tables for five hours and it wasn't busy much at all because it was negative three degrees outside. Then after work, I picked up a friend and met two others at the mall and we got subway for dinner. Footlong meatball marinara. Then we saw Avatar 2 and it was not good much at all. Better than the first for sure, but it was very boring, predictable, cliche, and lazy. My third least favorite movie of the year. Then I got home and watched Pulp Fiction, which is one of my favoriteest movies ever. And then Fortnite for three hours. Not a bad day overall. I loved Violent Night so, so much. Easily the most fun I had with a movie all year. Cheers and stay safe. Your bestie, Nate, sent for my iPhone. Banks, you want someone to do a list. He's got a list of his third least favorite movie of the year. Talk to Nate. Nate's got you covered, man. I just think it's interesting that he says Avatar 2 was better than the first, but then complained it was boring, predictable, cliche, and lazy. And here I thought all those were adjectives that would describe the first Avatar. Maybe it was more boring and more predictable and more cliche. And more lazy? It seems unlikely that you could be more lazy than a movie in which you named your MacGuffin Unobtainium. <laughs> the in-canon name. Isn't it, just, isn't it just Fern Gully? Isn't that what I heard? They just redid Fern Gully. Which is really just a remake of Stranger in a Strange Land. Like, it's the oldest sci-fi story in existence ripped off ad nauseum. I don't, I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah. I did see Black Panther 2 this weekend. How was that? Um... Each of the five individual movies that it was, was good. When you try to put it all together, it was fine. But that was a movie that didn't know what it was. It was a honoring Chadwick Boseman. It was a Shuri dealing with grief. It was a let's introduce Namor. It was a, you know, there was just a lot of, there was a lot happening and it all didn't necessarily tie together incredibly well, but okay. It was a Marvel movie in a theater. I dug it. Uh, che chimes in. Request. Evening, gents. As per last week's show, great combined idea from Brandon and yourselves for everyone to chime in with a few different topics. My day and week has not gone so great, so I'm going to give that a miss this week, however. My favorite horror movie is Brain Dead, or Dead Alive in some countries, including this one. Uh, by Peter Jackson, probably because of how absurd it is and also the fact that it's hard to comprehend that this guy went from making this film to the Lord of the Ring franchise. Aside from that, it's probably the Saw franchise. Got a lot of time for the Manson method of throwing the jambalaya together with whatever's available. I always think this is how the best dishes come together. Looking forward to hearing how folks are getting on. I hope everyone has a great holiday period and plenty and gets plenty of love and rest. There was also a brief mention of the DDT Awards on last week's show. So you're saying there's a chance? All the best, Che. There's always a chance. That's what I'm saying. There's always a chance. Uh, Glenn, Food Holiday Food Part 2. Hi, guys. Last week we had the main course. Now it's time for starters and desserts. I'd like to know your three favorite starters and three desserts. Happy holidays, everybody. Stay safe, Glenn. Starters. Holiday starters or just in general? I think holiday starters. Uh, to me, that begins and ends with pigs in a blanket. Hmm. We never Mainly because either New Year's or Christmas is the oh, one day yeah. I allow myself to eat pigs in a blanket. New Year's is definitely a pigs in a blanket holiday. Yeah, I'll give that to you. Uh, traditional in my households growing up... Um, Kielbasa with like a, a cranberry sauce type glaze. Very delicious. I, I, I like we used to have that as an appetizer before the meal. Yeah. Um, yep. My mom used to do a cheese or probably will still do a cheese plate that has the ball of cheese that I've never understood. That's like multiple different colors. Oh, yeah. Like the port mm -hmm. wine. Yeah. Delicious. I love port wine cheese. Mm. 
Um, and that is usually served with crackers and then a couple of strips, you know, like lines of kielbasa. Yeah. Which, again, is the one time a year that I let myself eat that. I don't know if it really counts as a starter, but in my, again, like at my grandmother's in house, we treated it this way. Um, but like pierogies, like, um, ice. Yeah. So, like, I, I think pierogies and kielbasa are probably the answers. But yeah, that cheese platter, pigs in a blanket, all, all good answers for sure. Yeah. I'll also go for, you know, we, this is more Thanksgiving, but um, my wife and I tended to take the, we did like a fruit plate that was like decorated like a turkey or something of like, that nature so okay uh dessert wise my mom makes a delicious fudge that's got to be on there i like pecan pie yep that's a good one a chocolate silk pie or a chocolate cream pie is usually good yeah um i'm a big fan i don't get it very often but my cousin used to make it but he doesn't live around here anymore homemade um peanut brittle i really like peanut brittle around the holidays i think that's a really good desserty type snack food um uh there's a coworker that has made me a couple of times pistachio brittle that is flipping amazing. That sounds really good. Yep. Yeah. Cheesecake also I I, I correlate with a uh holiday uh yep. dessert. Yeah, my mom also makes a very good uh caramel corn, which I always look at and go, I don't want that. And then I'm like, all right, I'll have a piece and then half a bag's gone. <laughs> and I can't open my jaw because it's all glued together with caramel. But uh, yeah, happy holidays to to Glenn and to everybody. Hope you all enjoy rest, enjoy the bosom of your lovely family or whomever you choose to spend the holidays with. Our final email comes from Mrs. Manson. Holly Jolly. Good evening, gentlemen. All the best wishes to you and yours for a Merry Christmas. Let's hope the winter weather steers clear so everyone can celebrate safely. Later tonight, Doc and I will be assembling a homemade gingerbread house. Royal icing is a magical thing. Pictures to come. Question of the night. Ooh, this is a great question. If you were one of Santa's reindeer, which one would you be? Happy, Mary, all the things, Mrs. Manson. I'm going to go with Vixen. Yeah, you're a Vixen. Yeah, I think so. I was like, dopey? Wait, wrong, <laughs> wrong group. I think you're Dancer. Possibly Aww. Prancer. Uh, wait, hold on here. So I'm looking at the 1823 poem by Clement C. Moore, A Visit from St. Nicholas. Okay. Uh, which is also known as The Night Before Christmas. Um, and in the original one, uh, now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Dunder and Blixem. And if that, if we're going with that original one, I am most definitely Dunder. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Hi, everybody. I'm Dunder. Uh, but I will happily be dancing. I think, I think actually of the names, I guess you, I don't know why, but I see you as a comet. Aw. Yeah. I think you're a comet. I don't know. Okay. Well, thank you, Vixen. Thank you. There's the, yeah. there's the name of the show, Comet and Vixen. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. Thank you again to the emails. Happiest of holidays to all the besties and anyone who ever listens to this ever in life. Uh, Doc, it's that time again. What is your? Oh, no. Excuse me. I, I'm. This might be what you talk about. But if not, uh, I need to know about Joe Bob. How did Joe Bob go? Joe Bob was great. Um, it was a nice night. GQ came over. He brought yeah. us uh, the good Chinese food. Nice. That was awesome. Um, Oscar stole one of his shoes <laughs> okay. and took out the insole and ripped it apart. Um, they were very old shoes and in very poor um, condition. Yeah. But I still felt a little bad about it. And then this was days later because mind you, that was Friday. And I think this was yesterday. So from from Friday to Tuesday, Tuesday, Oscar puked up a rather large part of the insole of that shoe. Um, <laughs> as I'm just glad that he puked it up because I didn't necessarily know it was in there at that point. It could have been a blockage or something. So yeah, very glad true. that didn't happen. But as anyway, sorry about your shoe, GQ. Um, 
and we watched Christmas Bloody Christmas on our own. Uh, that was that was a relatively new movie that has premiered on Shutter this last week. Uh, and if you want to hear more about Christmas Bloody Christmas, no, I would suggest uh, checking no. out the Sound Scary podcast feed later this week for a 2022 Christmas special. Um, yeah. But yeah, so then after that, we were finished with recording just in time for Joe Bob starting at 9 o'clock. Uh, Joe Bob was pretty good. We only watched the first movie that night, which was a bit of a stinker. Um, I've seen it before. Uh, don't open till Xmas. Don't open till Christmas. Uh, not 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 a great film. Kind of, kind of slow-paced, poorly directed, etc., um, but it's always nice to watch those films with Joe Bob and getting his commentary and so on and so forth. And I love the holiday shows that he does, the Ghoul Tide get together this year. I love that he does, uh, you know, auctions and he collects the money. 100% of the proceeds go to charity. Um, it's always a nice feel good thing uh, for sure. So, yes, that actually well, is a great time and probably would have to be my piece of positivity for this past week as well. Um, because, yeah, yeah, it's the, bit, the most I had going on, really. How about you, DC? What's what's your piece of positivity this week? Uh, interestingly enough, my piece of positivity will not happen for another 21 hours or so. But tomorrow is uh, the last day of work for 2022. Uh, I, I am proud of... The students in my class, we have made a ridiculous amount of progress. We can function like a classroom, which we could not do uh, probably even like six weeks to eight weeks ago. Um, But having said that, I'm ready to not see their faces for 11 days. Uh, And so I am very much looking forward to time off, time with family, and then hopefully catching up with some friends, the Mansons included, uh, maybe recording some podcasts. Who knows? Uh, I've got a massive project that I need to finish up in time for January and the January wrestling season. Uh, So, yeah, you know, looking forward to a little R&R. Well-deserved, no doubt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, then that's it, friends. We are going to send our fondest wishes to you, and we will be back one more time before the new year. But, Doc Manson, anything else you would like to say before we head out into that good night? Well, if you'd like to have your thoughts read in the air, send us an email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can, you can listen to our entire back catalog of episodes by going wherever it is that you procure audio goodness like this podcast. Uh, and finally, if you like what you've heard and really... How could you? How could you not? We're amazing. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to give just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It does help us keep the lights on. It keeps this podcast train chugging along. Markiplier and friends have played a lot of Raft. Yeah. I still haven't gotten to the new stuff yet. I'm watching some of the old videos. I haven't even touched the new stuff, but either way. Uh, he is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Happy holidays. We love you. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. Until we meet again, my friends, won't you be a bestie? It's Christmas at Sound Zero. The button has been pressed. The radio just let us know that this is not a test. <laughs>